Well, I was listening to the Schalke America podcast in the lead-up to this game, the lead English-language podcast for Schalke fans out there. Herzlich willkommen zurück auf Schalke America. Welcome to episode 176. Blau und Weiß sein Leben lang. I'm your host, Richard Carmen. Joining me as always, my co-host, Jack Mangan. How you doing, Jack? Doing all right. Uh, interesting English Avaka, wouldn't you say? Uh, some ups, yeah. some downs, some big downs, some, some, some mild ups. <laughs> but uh, yeah, actually a decent amount to talk about, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, an English vocal that started with Eintracht Frankfurt, obviously, losing that game 3-0. The game was fairly close until the end, obviously. Go to RB Leipzig uh, that next Tuesday, just a few days later, and we thought, well, let's see what we can do here. We saw what we did. Uh, they, what did they come out, like 4-0 in the first half or something crazy? Uh, and they ended up blowing us out of the water 6-1. We did see uh, Soichiro Kazuki get his first goal in the Bundesliga, which is great mm-hmm. to see. He's been really our only positive so far, second half of the season. Um, up to that point, and then we uh, finished it off with uh, Cologne, Cologne uh, in a 0-0 game, which is probably the better of the three games, I would say. Would, would you agree with that, Jack? Yeah, I, I would agree with your take overall. I think you said the, the Frankfurt game, um, not a good scoreline ultimately, but probably a slightly better performance than the scoreline would have indicated. Uh, that you know left us going into the, the Leipzig match midweek, certainly not optimistic, uh, just in general, because obviously, you know, the form that we're in relative to them and, you know, the talent golf and everything, um, <clears throat> that was actually a little bit more of a disheartening loss than I would have expected, though, just because the first half in particular, we did not look like a Bundesliga team, like, you know, in, in comparison to them no, on the pitch. No. Like, you, you can you can lose games and um, lose games badly, but kind of look like you belong. But, I mean, I think some of our defensive players looked like they were in the middle of, like, a rondo. Like in the first half, sometimes <laughs> they were just like, I mean, oh, like Leipzig, yeah. the way they were moving the ball, like how cleanly and, and quickly um, was just, I thought, more than we could handle. Um, we settled down a little bit in the second half and had some decent spells where we were kind of in the game and putting them under a little bit of pressure, but then ultimately kind of collapsed again for a couple more goals later on. Uh, Timo Werner, I continue to despise that individual. Um, and I'm not happy that he's back in the. Tell us how you really feel, Jack. And, and scoring as opposed to just like being sad at Chelsea. Um, as you said, though, Kazuki gets his goal uh, very well taken, um, very well manipulated. You can kind of like get, get into that one one v one with the keeper in the first place, and then mm-hmm. yeah, um, some new signings, some new faces coming in for the Cologne match this past weekend, and uh, not the three points that we needed, but at least get something out of it for the first time in a while. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Before we get any further, Glukauf to everyone in the chat, El Waflo, Nander Footy, Dirk, Anthony, we all see you there. If you're out, whoever else, so there's less than where you're listening in from. Welcome to the therapy session tonight. Uh, we'll welcome all the Stuttgart to Bochum and hurt the fans as well. Joining us at the bottom of the table, we're holding up the whole place here. But uh, yeah, it's uh, an interesting, interesting start to the second half of the season. Um, obviously, that that Leipzig match was just complete ass. <laughs> Honestly, it was a really poor, poor display. Um, and, and the commentators even said, "Oh, Chaka looks better now." Like. Dude, we're down six one. We're not not better. We're better maybe in, technically, but 
Uh, would you agree with that, Sussman, with that, that comment that we're better, even though we're, you were down 6-1 in the game? Oh, Chuck looked better, at least. I mean, I, I don't recall hearing that specifically in the commentary. I mean, maybe they were refer- referencing one of those spells in the second half of the yeah. game where we looked maybe. slightly better. And, and once again, at least looked like we you know, could kind of play with them to some extent. But, yeah, um, yeah I mean, some of these losses, like, doesn't even, doesn't matter how bad you are. At some point, like, you have to find a way to not concede six goals. You know what I mean? Like, if you need to lose a game 3-0, 4-0, that's fine. But, like, at some point, you have to be able to just, like, set up shop and, and just shut the game down, even if you're not going to provide anything going forward. Um, and so, yeah, some of these these huge deficits are not going to be helping us out um, at the end of the season. If, if for some reason we are able to kind of pull ourselves back into some semblance of, of a relegation fight, uh, we're not really in a fight at the moment. Um, we would have to get a couple of results going before we could really be there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and for that reason, this is therapy session. We're drinking tonight. Well, I'm drinking tonight, Jack. I think it's always drinking. But I got me a little uh, whiskey tonight. Uh, Jack, what are you drinking tonight? Shocker theme this evening. Hey, oh. With, uh, with the, the Velton's Pilsner. But, nice. Uh, yeah. Last weekend, Not- it was the Japanese whiskey in honor of Kazuki, of course. Yeah, um, absolutely. I got to give me some Japanese whiskey myself. Uh, Nander Footy's drinking Heavy Seas Chocolate Volcano Stout. Okay. Okay. Good to see you, Eric. Good to see you, Eric. Um, yeah, so the game against Cologne, um, well, first off, let's look at the lineups because, uh, certainly an interesting lineup compared to what we had seen previously. Um, Fairman back in our lives, back in goal, kind of happy to see him actually. I don't know how you felt, but I, I, I kind of was happy to see Fairman after all the issues we had with Shulov. Um, we had Yoshida, Kraus, Latza back in the starting lineup, the Toroda, Bulter, Urinen, uh, Skarka get his first, uh, start to the left wing. Mercedes Jens, as they call him, uh, Moritz Jens in central defense, along with um, Yoshida, and then Bruner on the right, and then Kozuki in the right wing. Um, I like the lineup. Uh, obviously, seeing Jens in there, I was I wasn't sure, but I was obviously hopeful. We've just shipped up six goals in the last game, so it had to be an improvement, I would think. Um, I was I was scared at first because I when I, I didn't even see the lineups. I just saw I just saw the players coming out, and I thought. Is that Kalachia coming on already? But you know, it was it was Jens, and I'm happy Jens. I think played pretty well. What are your thoughts on the lineup and uh, the reemergence of Fairman? Yeah, I mean, don't want to make too much out of out of one performance from any player, but um, I mean, Jens, I think potentially could be a huge signing for us down the stretch. Once again, if for some reason we are able to figure out, you know, how to play football at least somewhat competitively, and are able to pull ourselves into you know a chance where we're actually fighting for something, I think that can end up being a very big signing. Um, the Yoshida Matriciani situation was just untenable. Um, you know, even though Matriciani had one or two performances where he actually did kind of admirably well, um, you know, given what he was up against, uh, it's just not it's not a Bundesliga center back pairing as we've said. So uh, I think Jens is a huge signing for him to come in. Who knows when Vandenberg's coming back? Hopefully he's back before the end of the season at some point. But yeah. In his absence, we really needed, you know, another proper center back. Jens, I thought, played very well. Um, and this one is definitely a little bit more rangy than Yoshida at times, too, which is helpful. Um, uh, Skarga getting, getting a start. Uh, I mean, we signed him, presumably for a reason, obviously, to try to help help offensively. Not surprised to see him in there um, getting a look. And then, you know, the other big one, like you said, Fairman. Um which I'm not upset about at all. I think I think Shvalov has made far too many mistakes this this, uh, this season. Um, if people think it's harsh to bench him, that's fine. I know Schalke have sometimes been a little bit trigger happy with with rotating keepers over the past couple of years, um, and Fairman's had his share of those mistakes as well. So it's not like you're, you're guaranteeing that you're going to a steady hand in Fairman, but. Um, 
yeah, I wasn't upset by it. It actually gave me a little confidence seeing him back in there. I think it's good for like the morale of the club too. Um, can't really say how good his performance was because I don't think Kwon had any shots on target in this one. So it wasn't exactly tested, but his distribution was okay. I thought he was actually decent with his feet in this game, which has always been sort of like one of the weaker parts of his game as well too. So, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully he gets a run on the side and is able to keep it clean. I think that'd be nice. The positive is he got to shut up, right? But like you said... Cologne only had six shots in the game, zero on target. So yeah, that, it kind of helps when you get a shot of that way, right? Um, but we've, I think we've seen, Shaka's seen for sure that uh, we've given up goals when there hasn't been a shot on target. So it happens, right? And so the fact that we had a shutout, that's a positive there. Um, yeah, I, I agree with your comment about Jens. Um, Skarka was uh, good to see him on the left wing. I agree with some of the comments I've seen about him that he's a little bit slower paced. We saw that in a couple of exchanges where they had a, Shaka had a couple breakouts and he just didn't have the pace to keep up. Like I think Kozuki or somebody kind of let him out and he just didn't have the pace. Uh, he's been okay. It's, it's been very chaotic, I think, as somebody put it. Um, but, you know, at least he's playing a left wing position. Um, and I think this is a position even Tobias Moore could thrive in because he's not playing left wing back. He's playing a left wing position, which is his natural position. Um, Urundin has been okay. Uh, overall, I thought Kraus was, you know, Kraus is pretty typical. Um, ecstatic to see Salazar back. Uh, you mentioned the boost scene, Fairman back in there, and I think seeing Salazar back on the pitch too. It was an instant impact, I thought. Um, we still were struggling that last third, the last pass in, uh, in, in the game, but I thought Salazar brought a lot of things in there, and um, I'm excited to see the potential of what Kozuki and Salazar could do together. Where they fit in this lineup together, I mean, Kozuki's obviously in the right, but where Salazar lines up to be determined, but... Um, I know Nanders footy says there's some bright spots. I think there was. There certainly was. No, I mean, yeah. Listen, Cologne is Cologne's had a couple good results since coming back from the break. Um, they're having a, a decent campaign. Um, I think. I think their performance in this game was disappointing, and certainly not up to the level that they had kind of put in so far this season. I think Schalke deserves some credit for that because I do think we were well organized. Although I just think it was kind of an off day for Cologne. But um, Salazar, yeah. I mean. This is a guy that was coming into the season we knew was going to be one of our more important players. Um, you know, he and Tarada were probably the two most important players for us in the second division last season. Um, but I think that going into the top flight, we were probably more confident that Salazar would be able to maintain that level than, than Tarada would. Unfortunately, it's kind of worked out that way. Uh, but Salazar, part of that huge crop of injuries that have, you know, as you and I have talked about at the top of the season, I think maybe the first couple games were like, hey, we're not good. But, like, we may be able to hang around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all the injuries hit. And then suddenly we just didn't even have a squad that I felt like was a Bundesliga-level squad. Salazar's a huge part of that. Yeah. Um, so good to have him back in the lineup. Uh, I mean, I think within the first minute and a half that he was on the pitch, made a big defensive play, you know, kind of pirouetted and ended up going on, like, a 30-yard run that led to him, you know, I don't think they ended up calling a foul, but he kind of drew a foul and, like, got the ball. Yeah. It just It's that kind of yeah. stuff. It's, it's the ball progression in terms of him, like, on the dribble in, in the center of the pitch and then just popping up in the right areas on a lot of different occasions. Like he was ending up on, you know, on, on the ends of like loose balls around the box to get a shot in. You know, he yeah. had, he played a phenomenal through ball. To Kazuki. Oh, yes. Um, once again, within a couple minutes of coming on the pitch, like and it's just like that kind of incisive passing has been so absent in the final third. And he does it like immediately. And then like, and then goes to the North Court, you know, to, to get them yeah. pumped up. Yeah. Um, you can see that he has a connection with the fans. Uh, that's a mutual connection that some of the other players don't have too. So he was huge. I think we were unlucky ultimately not to get a goal in this one. Um, 
I think this is the second time in three games we've won the XG battle, um, and we've only scored once. That was against Leipzig, funny enough. I know. But, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I think... Let me just say one other thing. Sorry, I know I'm kind of rambling on this point, but, like, you know, last week we talked about... Um, you know, I'm not optimistic. Like, I, I don't think the squads are that kind of a thing. We brought in Jens midweek, which I which I hadn't been expecting, and now we have Salazar back. If we have a competent center-back pairing, not great, but just a competent center-back pairing, you have um, the emergence of Kazuki on the right. You can play Salazar centrally. Um, you know, it, suddenly the squad starts to look slightly better. Um, we just we just don't, we haven't had any offensive thrust for a large part of the season, and and that Salazar thing is going to be huge. So we'll see. I, I think I think I'm not optimistic still in terms of our chances for for safety. But if we if we can stay healthy and we have a squad that was kind of looking because you know, what's going to be up, we brought like Drexler off the bench in the second yeah. half, and like Drexler was fresh and looking good and everything. Like suddenly I was yeah. like, okay, and we have like a squad again a little bit. So yeah. I don't know. What, what were your thoughts overall? Yeah, overall, uh, I agree. I agree with those sentiments there. Um, I think you know. Um, Mercedes Jens kind of made a really great performance as well. You kind of talked about it. I mean, two minutes into the game, he nearly had a goal right there off a header. It's going to be, a, uh, he's going to be valuable on set pieces. You know, we know Yoshida is pretty good on set pieces. Jens will be as well. Uh, I mean, it would have been fantastic had he scored that. I agree with Dirk's comment that, you know, with, with you know, Jens back there kind of stabilized the defense and, 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 and Fairman looked more confident because of it. Um, he came out and challenged balls that were in the air. He punched balls away. He caught balls, which he was tentative when uh, when he did that. And you know, the last time he had started, so that's, that's a fair point. And that's that's been an issue for Schwalov as well. Is yeah. is him being shaky in the air? So you're right about that. That's a good call. Yeah. So uh, no, I was happy with that performance. And I think overall, um, I thought, and this is me being honest, I think, and it's not because I'm biased or anything. I think Shaka was the better of the two teams in this one. And I know Cologne are. Or what? What are they? They're currently third, twelfth in the table right now. Um, I thought we were the better team. That, that we were just missing literally that last pass where someone go in the box and whether it's um, Salazar to Kozuki, whether it's Bulter to Toroto or whatever, that last pass has failed every time. We looked competent up until that point, uh, and 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 they even announced it during the game. It was like, well, there's a lack of quality you're seeing, and and maybe that's it. Maybe it's rushing. Maybe it's a whole bunch of other things. Um, but I think as like you said. As our bodies start getting healthier, start getting these guys back, I feel more confident with those players as opposed to the injured bunch we had, which were not Bundesliga level for most of the positions. Uh, but now seeing guys like Drexler, Salats are back, uh, see Oyan if he comes back, Tobias Moore playing in his natural position, these guys could help you know us and man, feed Toroto. If Toroto's got to get the ball in the right position. Yeah. Um, I mean, the rare, the rare occasions we do get into the final third, we've just been lacking quality, not even for like the final ball, but like the second to last ball. Yeah. Just like yeah. the one pass that you need once you've kind of broken through to set up, just like kind of set up the chance. And so many, and like even people like Bolter, who, who I thought was industrious in this game and, and worked yeah. hard and actually did some good things like defensively away from the ball, but just like not clean, not particularly effective in possession. Um, you see Salazar come in and, and, just offer that little bit of quality that we've been missing, which was great. I also think that he, once again, he opens up other things for the people. And particularly when you're in a team that may not have quite the caliber of talent that you need at times to kind of play at the speed that the Bundesliga demands and make the decisions quicker, the more, the more space you can get because you have a guy in the center of the pitch that's demanding a lot of defensive attention. It might buy you that extra split second that you know that maybe you wouldn't have with the composure normally whatever to like make the right pass that kind of thing it opens other things up for his teammates i think um you actually saw that with donnie Lotza before he got subbed off 
um, when, when Zalatar and Danny Lotz were on the pitch together, suddenly Danny Lotz started saucing it up a little bit more in terms of some of the passes he was playing. Yeah. He had a little bit more yeah. time to operate, like in midfield, that kind of a thing. Um, and I actually want to shout out Danny Lotz again. I think that's a, a, another performance from him that I thought he was pretty good in overall. Um, better defensively than I would have expected. Has some great, you know, tracking back runs where he's really kind of throwing himself into tackles and um, offering a little bit of the quality that I think some other people are lacking on the ball at the moment. Yeah, I also want to give a shout out to all the guys like Lackalatza and Kraus and Kozuki, guys who lost possession and we quickly try to get the ball back. Uh, and the, the the fans loved it. I love to see it where you lose the ball, but you, you're hustling back and you're making the play to either break it up or get the ball back. And you saw that in, 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 in boatloads of plays, especially the young guys. Kraus is doing it all season long, but, you know, Latza was doing it. Kozuki was doing it. Uh, Toronto to an extent, Bulter as well. Um, it, it poses an interesting question. And, I mean, you can look at the stats right here. Look, 17 shots to six in our favor. Two shots on target versus zero for them. Our XG was something like one point, almost 1.25 or something like that, which is decent. We had no goals. We should have scored. We just didn't. Uh, but overall, we were just a better team. We had more possession uh, overall. Um, it's just that last last bit of play that I was missing and it poses an interesting question now because we've seen Skarka play that was his first game could have been maybe Rust or whatever he didn't play much for Union um, so who do you play on the left side is it Skarka is it Tobias Moore is it Bulter who do you play in the middle is it Bulter is it Salazar Kazuki has to play on the right yeah yeah the, the left side I think you're correct is probably the, is the biggest trouble spot for me um, and, I mean, I don't know how you feel about Zalatar getting full 90s as opposed to, like, 60s or, like, 30-minute cameos. I know there's been kind of different usages of him over time in terms of his durability and everything. He should be pretty freaking fresh at the moment, right? You know, yeah. only played, like, a month and then got injured from October. But um, to me, I think Zalatar has to – if you're going to be playing a 4-2-3-1, which has kind of been our default shape, I think Zalatar has to be at the 10. Yeah. Um, and then the question is, is Bolter benched? Is Bolter playing left wing? Because we know that Bolter can either play kind of second striker or can kind of play that, you know, he, he can move around a little bit. Um, I think because you just brought Skarki in, like he's, he's going to have to get a couple more opportunities, obviously, to show like they're going to want to use him. I thought, yeah, he was, um, you know, a little bit, I don't know, yeah, I don't know, I don't know if Rusty's the right word, potentially, because he hasn't really gotten any minutes this season. So you could totally understand that when he had like 45 minutes. Um, before we loaned him in. Yeah. Um, I thought he was a little bit better in the first half in particular, got in behind a little bit more, you know, was looking, he had some great, good progressive passes in this one, but ultimately not too clean. Um, so we'll have to see how he develops. Tobias Moore, regardless of what position you've played him in this year, has been pretty bad, unfortunately. Whether it's, you know, left wing back, whether it's more up the pitch, like he yeah. hasn't done particularly great. Um, I'm not opposed to like, you know, seeing those things again but um to me it's Salazar has to be on the pitch he's one of your x-factors he was one of your best players coming into yeah. the season um he immediately looked like that in his, in his cameo I think you have to maximize the amount, of, the amount of minutes that you can give him from here on out yeah and I, I think Kozuki's locked up his spot I mean he's been the best player in the second half of the season he's been he's been just amazing I think and uh, he's shown all the energy to want going for it one-on-one um <laughs> Shout out to uh, Bozduan who uh, lit it up this uh, past weekend too and got a lovely assist for the game winner. But you know, shouldn't talk, right? <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I think Salazar is a lock. He has to be in that ten position. And I was, I was kind of debating it myself, and I was like, well, you know, Bolter plays well as the second striker, so you, you like him to ten. But it's like you can't not have Salazar there. And Crawl having him back possibly in the lineup with Kraus. Kraus is a lock in the middle. I think you know, even though Lotz has been playing well the last two games. It's really those battles, those three really for the middle right now. So Salazar has to be the middle. And then it's between, you know, Bolter and uh, Skarka. And I agree with your point about, you know, you got to get the new kid a, at least another opportunity, right? He he was everywhere, but he's 
he was looked rusty, so maybe another game will do him do him good. And you can always bring Volter off the bench, whether sure. for Salazar or or Skarke or Drexler, obviously as well. I think Drexler, uh, good to see him back as well. So yeah, I think there's a lot of potential there. Uh, and pieces are starting to come around. Bruner, I thought was okay in that game, in the game overall, um, but I think it's that final play has to finish. We have to score goal. Uh, need to get shots on target. I mean, Skarka, Salazar, Toroda, all, all of our guys, uh, Kazuki as well, had shots. A lot of them were high and wide. I mean, we had two on target for, of the 17. We need to do better than that part department. That's Over, a lot of yeah, big, big problem of why we're not scoring. So, I think I think part of that is just the quality of the chances that we created. I mean, we did have, you know, was like 1.2 XG. Yeah. Most of that XG came from Morris Jens' header and then also Tom Krause's header. Mm-hmm, in like mm-hmm. the 65th minute, which I think was like a 0.3.4 XG yeah. opportunity that he just yeah. hit over the bar. I mean, you know what I mean? So those are like not necessarily, hey, look at the great things that we're creating. Those are like, you know, set piece, point yeah. blank header opportunities where a lot of our you know our goal threats coming from. Um, but you certainly feel a whole lot better about potential goal threat with the Kazuki Salazar pairing. I think, yeah, I think it is the striker position and the left wing position that are kind of the ones that are um, contestable at yes. the moment. I think Frey has looked better than Tirada. More mobile. Like, I, I, yeah, I mean, because Frey's pretty strong too, but Frey definitely covers more ground. I think he's combined yeah. a little bit better with his teammates, obviously assisted Kazuki, but he's had, he's had more moments where he seemed to be able to impact the game than Torada has. Like, Torada just, he, we talk about, you know, Torada doesn't have enough service, so it's kind of unfair to judge him. I think Frey is even, despite, like, the lack of service, has found more ways to get involved than Torada. I mean, he was, he was right there on the doorstep at the end of the game where he just missed a play. He was a little wide, but, yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, as much as we love Toronto, um, he's uh, he's the championship Charlie of, of this division, right? Uh, and uh, I would not be opposed to seeing Fry start the game, even though Fry started, I think, the, the Leipzig match, right? Um, I don't blame him at all for that result. The whole team was bad. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Fry again from the start and maybe bring Toronto off the bench um, just to see if Fry can do something against the likes of Gladbach. Gladbach, we've played more, played them better than we have, you know, some of these other teams uh, who we got Gladbach coming up uh, this weekend, this Saturday. And they're what like eighth in the table or something. They're they're mid table team at the moment, um, but yeah, it's a, that final third. I think I'm curious to see what the XA was uh, because I think yeah we our XG was totally based off of two plays. Um, but I thought the buildup was much better in this game than we had seen in a while. Uh, it's just again the final one or two passes at the end that, that that thwarted us, whether it's left wing or the striker. I think if we get those final plays and get a shot off, the XG goes up. But uh, we're not getting there. We need to get those final pieces and whatever it takes, whether it's Fry coming in, putting it in Skarka or Bolter on the left. I don't know. Whatever it is, we got to figure out a way to get it because you're not going to get anywhere. You're not going to get out of this league or you're not going to stay in this league without goals. You need goals. We're, we're at the bottom of the table, like you said. We need to get some results. We got some teams that we could be here that are in our realm coming up. And so we need to do the job before the big river derby. So, I mean, we're what? Four points now behind uh, Hertha, which is with two results. Same thing with Bochum and, and Stuttgart. Two results away from there, assuming they get losses in their game. So it's not out of the realm. We went on a run into last year, like some people said in the chat. We'll see, but it's, it's still... I'm with you. I'm not... I'm still... Yeah, yeah. And, and when, when I'm saying, like, oh, we need to, like, you know, we're not even in the fight at the moment. I understand what you're saying. It's, you know, it's four points from here. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying we haven't looked like we're close to winning a game in a while. And so, I mean, like, until I see us pick up three points at some point, I'm not even going to, like... Uh, consider us in the fight whatsoever but um no your point's taken I, I certainly do think also despite you know maybe the lack of results being there i do think the performances have been under better under rice um i think we just need to cut down on the individual mistakes and then hopefully now that we have 
um, some depth coming in in terms of uh, returning players and also some new additions that we can potentially uh, be a little bit more competitive in the second half of the season. How about the uh, the ultras coming out to practice like they did at, at Park Stadion and freaking that was that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, I saw a video that is Dirk mentions in the chat there. Um, yeah, that was great to see. Um, and those those are the kind of moments that you know you see that on you see that online and you're like, yeah, this is why I love my club. You know, part of the reason it's, it's that kind of spirit in the team, and that's and that's the thing is like, I think a lot of Schalke supporters have obviously going to the season with our eyes wide open. We know the situation that we're in, yeah. um, and the uphill battle that we face, and the uh, the prospect of this potentially being a yo-yo situation for a bit until we can get on better footing. Obviously, we don't want that to be the case, but you know, no no guarantee that we stay up. And I think that you know. There hasn't been much for us to cheer about uh, in terms of what we've been seeing on the pitch and the fact that you can have that many supporters come out to a training session and put on that kind of show of support, uh, speak volumes about, you know, the passion and the fan base and everything. Yeah. A lot of friends of the show are, we're at that, we're at that uh, practice there. So it's just cool to see. You got to watch all their videos uh, from different angles. It's pretty, pretty neat. Um, but yeah. An approved performance at Cologne. Uh, Cologne is a good, a, a good team. They, you know, they won maybe unjustly in the first game, first game of the season, uh, with the red card to Drexler uh, and to skeptical calls. Um, I think there was actually one call in the game, which I'm surprised they didn't go to VAR. But whatever, whatever, it is what it is. A zero-zero game. We we didn't create enough chances, honestly, to bitch. Um, you gonna say something? No, I, th- I thought we got oh. the shortness of refereeing decisions in, in both Leipzig and in Cologne. The Leipzig game. It didn't, and I'm not complaining about that in terms of that changed the outcome of the game. Like it absolutely did not. Um, <laughs> certainly did not. But it was still annoying because I felt like we we missed. And then also, yeah, same thing in the Cologne match as well. Um, and there were some weird like potential handball opportunities in this one too. I'm sure VAR was on top of that, but uh, haven't been thrilled with our refereeing. Yeah, I know there was a shout with um, uh, one of the one of the Cologne defenders, and I was like, oh, it's a handball. And then go back to replay. You saw it was clearly off his chest. I'm like, all right, nine. You know, Kazuki was just trying to get the, get the call. I can't blame him, right? Uh, but no, it's better performance. Definitely better than the Leipzig match, uh, and and better than the, and the than the Frankfurt game to an extent, uh, especially result wise. Got a point, not ideal, but I guess didn't lose, so it's a, it's a slight positive. Um, so we'll see. We got Gladbach coming up. Uh, we've had good results against them, but you know we need to continue what we're doing. And uh, I was looking at the comments uh, some of the players were having. Uh, Jens Jens was saying basically like you know hey we haven't we haven't we haven't given up. Uh, we feel strong after the last game. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep fighting. Um, he said, we're going to be very aggressive. Uh, we're going to keep playing hard. Uh, and uh, we haven't lost our way yet, which is good to see. Well, it's a new band, but, you know, still, that's, that's good to hear. Um, and then Salazar as well, you know, said, you know, hey, this is just momentum momentum for the next game. We're going to try to win the next game uh, going forward. We, we have a good feeling about how we're playing now. So let's see. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's, it's quite possible. We just got to get some goals, man. We got to get some goals. Salazar was playing like a man who's tired of watching football from the sidelines and was, you know, happy to be part of the action. So uh, I think we're so much more dynamic with him on the pitch, and that obviously is going to naturally increase some of the uh, the optimism going forward. As Dirk says, baby steps, right? Baby steps. He's the goals first. Goals first, and then we can go about trying to get big results, stringing results. Uh, Shout to Canada says, with this group now getting healthy, they may even look to top. Yeah, Kiki Top's been doing well with the the youth team. Uh, Gets back into game shape with the Kanapa Shmita. Uh, I can see him making his debut this season. Yeah, uh, you, we may have to rely if some of the vets, some of the guys we relied on last year are not um, doing what they're we expect them to do. Try some of the youth players we saw in the past, especially that, you know, uh, not the only relegation season, but the season before that, relying on some of the youth players like Malik Malik Chow kind of emerged because we played the youth, right? Um, and some of these other guys, uh, obviously, um, 
Timo Becker was a guy who played really well that when he got his opportunities of relying on the youth players is something we may have to do, especially, you know, in key positions where the results aren't coming, uh, particularly the left wing and maybe even striker position. So who knows? But uh, we'll see. Um, a good stretch yeah. here coming up. Good shot from Schalke Canada, who I believe had some representation in the Felton's Arena this past yes, weekend. Yes, they as did. Well. Yes, they did. It was good to see. I love seeing the pictures. I'm glad they shared that with us. Uh, Jake is in the house. Says, uh, CD Sane. CD Sane, shout out. Get him out there. Hell yes. Hell yes. Why not? Well, why not? Uh, look at the next games ahead. Uh, Gladbach game. It's certainly not out of the question to get a, to get a result there. Wolfsburg coming up. Why not? Union Berlin at Union is going to be a difficult ask, um, especially with the news that they just got Isco from Real Madrid. A That'll huge... be the game we win for no reason. Probably will. That's going to be yeah. We're going to be like, what the? How the? How did that happen? But whatever, we'll take it, right? Uh, Stuttgart. That's a team we're fighting with relegation at the moment. Bochum as well. That mini Riviera Derby before the Riviera Derby. So if we get if we get a nice bit of results here before the Riviera Derby, uh, anything is possible with the down the stretch. Yeah. I honestly don't even want, care what happens in like like the Union game. Like I just need the relegation six pointers. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's at least two games there: Stuttgart and Bochum that we ha- we have to get results. Wolfsburg, why not? And and Gladbach, Can we get those two, get some kind of result better. But we got to get at least six from Stuttgart and Bochum. You know. No disrespect to our, our friends and the other podcasts uh, for Stuttgart Americana and, and Bochum, but, you know, we got to do what we got to do. We got to stay in the league. We got to survive. Because, you know, the big thing is, the over thing that's looming over all of us is the debt that we're in, right? And if we continue to yo-yo, who knows when we're getting out of this debt? I mean, it might be decades. It might be a de- over a decade. Now, if we stay in the Bundesliga somehow, I can see us getting out of debt within three to four years. And obviously with good results, but if we if we keep going back up and down, up and down, we're it's going to be forever to get out of the debt, and we're going to be a, a team that's struggling, we're a yo-yo team. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Schalke financials, is there a uh, a sell-on clause in our contract with Juve? Yes, because uh, I'm just I'm just I'm just throwing that out because you know McKenny obviously going to uh, to Leeds. I think it's an option to buy, right? It's a loan for the time being, option yeah. to buy. So who knows if that's going to? But I'm wondering if that gets triggered into a permanent deal if we might have some. Uh, some cash coming our way. In cash will be coming our way. Probably, cash probably not much. But anyway, just wanted yeah. to throw that out there. I mean, the rumor is if they buy, if Leeds end up buying uh, uh, Weston McKinney from Juventus, it's going to be a thirty-three million euro deal. So we're going to see some change from that. Um, it's got to be more than what we have right now in the bank. Uh, maybe that's worth a new coach. Maybe it's worth new players. Who knows? Um, Canabal has been doing surprisingly well. Uh, this with what limited funds he has and, and, and resources he has. I mean, obviously Jens and Kazuki and, and some of these other guys, um, Skarka as well. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but we gotta we gotta stay in the league. We have to stay in the league and regain our foothold uh, as one of the top teams in the league. But you know, baby steps, as Dirk says, uh, and let's get some goals. <laughs> let's get some goals. Um, any predictions for uh, the Gladbach games? Oh, not predictions. At least what you want to see from that game. Um, I want to try to see us. I mean, it's tough when you're, you're playing like this. You want to see us so much. Um, I, I think I think the Cologne game was a huge positive in terms of uh, the defensive organization and the fact that we didn't ship, you know, three or six goals. Um, so I'd like to try to see if we can, you know, I mean, obviously keep a clean sheet if we can, but you know, not concede more than like two. Yeah. At least if once again, if we're losing games, I don't want us to be like killing our goal difference more than we need to. Um, and. Uh, yeah, hopefully we see some more of Salazar and and see some improved um, attack going forward. Maybe even that, even if that doesn't, you know, ultimately get converted into uh, to goals on the score sheet. But I would just like to see us get a little bit more dangerous and give us some hope that we can 
bang some goals in because uh, yeah. as you know they always say defense wins championships but you have to score goals at some point if you're going to get points in the Bundesliga and we just have not been able to do that yeah but goals saves you from relegation right um yeah we'll see I I, I agree with you I kind of want to see more of what we saw in the Cologne matchup both defensively and for the most part offensively the shots we got a lot of shots we need to see more shots on target two is not good enough excuse me whiskey's kicking in um <laughs> But we need to get more shots on target, and we need to get more goals. Um, I think if we can get – we just got to play well defensively. I I don't know. I, I'm willing to give Yoshida another try. I mean, we got a shot, obviously, with him in his last game. But ultimately, I think it's going to be Kaminsky and Jens maybe going forward. We'll see. But um, we saw a little bit of Kaminsky, I think, in the, in the friendly. But, uh, yeah, more more what we saw Cologne, and we got to finish those chances. We have to. You know, Salazar and Kozuki – some more of that, please. You know, those those passes through those through passes and Kazuki can finish them off. Uh whatever we can do, whatever it takes to get goals, just do it. Do it. Set pieces. I don't care. We just gotta do it. The results will come. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I think to, to Jacob's uh point in the chat here, he's like, We gotta steal a couple of surprising results from now and the end of the season. I think that's true as well. So Ooh, I mean, folks, I was just saying, you know, we gotta have the relegation six pointers. Like we're gonna have to find a way to have some some weird weird things bounce our way uh, and we haven't been able to get a whole lot of luck at this point in the season. And there's going to have to be probably one or two games where there's a weird deflection, right? That just gives us yeah. a goal that we probably didn't earn or something along those lines. And, and if we're going to find a way to get out of this, but um, we'll see still, still, uh, still believe in, in, in rice in terms of, you know, giving him a chance to do what he can, um, you know, Leipzig match aside, uh, which was obviously very bad. And I don't want to just sweep it under the rug, but Leipzig match aside, yeah. I think uh, two of the three games we've looked better than we had and yes. that's something is it enough probably not but it's it's something so there's that yeah i think it's the teams that <clears throat> are okay french frankfurt was a, a really good team but you know against teams this year that have been in and around us within arm's reach we've looked decent um how we play against the rest of the teams that are uh, top tier is going to be interesting to me because yeah if you if you do well against the bottom feeders that's great but you also got to look respectable in the games against the top tier teams <clears throat> what we saw against union berlin early this season what we saw against leipzig uh, that's you can't have that uh next time we have play another team that's in the top you know top whatever we got to play better and whether it's a you know a, a cr grinding out a zero zero result or getting a point whatever we got to figure it out but yeah let's, let's go baby steps and uh, see what we can do here i still believe in rice i like what he's doing i especially love the the pressing and and the recovery of the ball once they lose possession that those have been things i've seen much more improved than we than we saw previously. So, um, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I like how much Rice is spreading us out in our buildup as well. Um, really trying to make the defense, uh, the opposition, cover a lot of the pitch. Um, the only issue I have with that sometimes is just that when you talk about the lack of quality that we have on the ball, you know, sometimes if the goalkeeper whips out a ball to an isolated, you know, right back or something in Bruner, yeah. and he kind of like has a heavy touch. And we turn the ball over. There's not a lot of Schalke players in the area to kind of help try to recover that. The other other thing I would just say is I think, particularly in the, in the Leipzig game, which was frustrating to me, um, the high line that we were playing at times, yeah. especially when that was the Matriciani-Yoshida pairing, just seems very naive. Um, that was a huge issue in the Frankfurt game. And the fact that we even tried that against Leipzig, I thought was kind of silly yeah. of, of, of Rice. But um, yeah, overall, I think, once again, th there's, there's a lot to like. Um, I think... You, you can tell when a team is just better coached, once again, just from like structure and organization. And we have, you know, a discernible shape a lot of the times. And, you know, people seem to 
know where they're supposed to be. Uh, and so yes. hopefully over the course of time, that's going to help cut down on some of the individual mistakes as well. Um, yeah. The more comfortable they get with that. But yeah, we'll see. Yep. I a hundred percent agree with that. So uh, yeah, I uh, got nothing else much to say, talk on, I guess really uh, we talked about Gladbach. We talked about the game this past weekend and how we just generally, how we feel good to talk about these things with things that aren't going well. A little therapy session, uh, also ha- helps have a little, you know, a drink in, in, in hand as well. So uh, anything else you want to chat about tonight, Jack, or should we just wrap this one up? Let's wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, first of all, thank you to the chat. A lot of people in the, chat, in the chat tonight enjoying the therapy session with us. Hope you had a drink and a sit and sit down with us and enjoy this. Uh, we certainly, I certainly enjoyed it, Jack. I don't know about you, but I enjoyed it. Um, it's always good to soothe my, talk things out and, and drink, right? Uh, but things are on the up. Hopefully, I, I have confidence in that um jack where can our followers find us on social media Are you us or me both <laughs> I, I, I don't know if i can do yours for you <laughs> well, uh, at jmang and jmmangan on twitter beautiful beautiful uh what's up yvonne what's up what's up uh question for the chat uh we we're always talking on twitter and all all different locations and stuff maybe if we just there there are obviously shaka communities that talk to each other in discord what if we set up an english discord and would you guys be involved in that just so we can all centralize a place where we can just talk about shaka uh get get all the groups from reddit let us know let us know in the chat let us know on, on twitter if you're if you would be down for that uh what's we'll you try to set something up we got a website that's coming up as well um shakamari.com we're gonna try to write a little bit there uh look in the coming days that we can uh, promote some of that stuff you can follow us at Chalk America, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere in social media, honestly. Uh, make sure if you haven't done so yet on, on YouTube, subscribe, like. It would leave a lot to us. Uh, you can obviously listen to us anywhere that streams audio. You can follow me, if you like, at R underscore K-H-A-R-M-A-N. For Jack, I'm Richard. Uh, and we'll catch you uh, very, very soon, whether it's the live stream of the game or the next podcast. We'll, we'll see. But uh, to be determined, Glue Golf. Glue <laughs> Golf.